Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's just so wild because this team feels different. And anyone who doesn't admit to it being fun to cover a team like this is, is lying to you. It changes what you're able to talk about. It changes how you're able to tell stories. It makes it fun. It makes it fun when that happens. And so to see them go through all that adversity, deal with all the injuries, win games, and then see them having fun, this isn't something that we've seen in Cleveland in a really long time with the Browns. This team feels different, and you're seeing it on the field. You're seeing it in the results. And now they're in the playoffs. And I think that's what makes this so special is because it's not often that this has happened uh, in Cleveland. This is probably a silly question, but seeing if, if Baltimore, for whatever reason, which we all hope they don't, uh, beat the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, will Kevin Stefanski pretty much rest the starters against Cincinnati? I think it'd be smart, too. I, I mean, there are some guys that will play. I think it's almost like, uh, almost like in the preseason, right? You get some guys that play. You get some guys that, all right, you've earned your rest. We want to be careful with you. Some guys that are dealing with some injuries that you don't want to irritate or make even worse. You don't want to aggravate anything. So I think that if there isn't the potential, like you're just locked into that five seed and you're not getting anywhere because things don't go your way elsewhere, I think that's the smart thing to do. I don't know that everyone will rest. I think it's more like that preseason, but I think that's a – something that they will consider for sure. And it would be the smart thing to do. Uh, so uh, shout out to Dan Murphy, director of football communications from the Cleveland Browns. I'm pretty sure you're on the same email chain. The Cleveland Browns signed quarterback J- uh, Jeff Driscoll to the active roster. And uh, of course we both know that was done because of the uh, hip injury uh, to Dorian Thompson Robinson that placed him on injured reserve for the rest of the season. So is Driscoll Flacco's backup or is he his third string quarterback? So he'll be the backup. He's on the active roster. P.J. Walker will be on the practice squad. Okay. Uh, so, so I think Driscoll's that, that veteran backup that if you do need to rest, uh, Joe Flacco, all right, well, you can maybe still end strong. Um, and just an extra veteran presence, Dorian on IR and E.J. on the practice squad. They like to carry three quarterbacks. So it was uh, – it felt like a move that they were going to make to bring in somebody else, just that third quarterback in this, in the room. But yeah, it's uh and, and to get somebody on the practice squad goes the active roster. So I think that he, it would depend on how he also shows up and how they feel about him through some practices and what he looks like. But I mean, if you sign him to the active roster, 
already. He might he might just end up being the backup just because eh, he's in that position already. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So Joe Flacco is out here making NFL history. He's making Cleveland Browns history. He has as many touchdowns as other teams that's been playing football all year. He's been playing football for a cup of coffee. When you look at Joe Flacco, first let me ask this because I don't know this. All, has he played enough qualifying games to be the comeback player of the year? That is a good question. Uh, I mean, he's in the conversation. He's a betting favorite, so I'm assuming that that's okay. the case. He's, uh, I, I, th- I think so. I don't think it's the same as NBA. Uh-huh. Like NBA, you have to have the qualifying games. I don't think it's to the level. So, yeah, I think that he could win comeback player of the year because, I mean, the other betting favorite is DeMar Hamlin, and he's not played in many games either. So, so yeah, no, I, he's he's – got to be eligible and if it's not Demar Hamlin I mean that storyline because mm-hmm. that's also a, you know it's a, it's a, an incredible storyline uh it's incredible that he was able to get back to football uh so I think obviously there's a reason that Demar Hamlin is is the favorite to win that but Joe Flacco <laughs> he's the comeback player of the year on his own even if he doesn't win the award that's insane to think that he was on his couch just playing catch with his family to stay loose waiting for somebody to call. And he comes back and he's throwing 300 plus every game that he plays. In. Yeah, it's that's just, crazy, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Like that, that's not something that anyone saw coming. Uh, and so to see that from him at, at the age of 38, like that's not something that happens. So even if he doesn't win the award, he's won the award. <laughs> so it's funny because I meant to text you this when this happened in real time because I know you'd be in a locker room. I remember going back and listening to his first press conference, and they asked him, you know, was he shocked that no team had considered him this year? And I, I'm a big believer that your body language says a lot about, you know, and communication about what you really feel. And I, I told people that there are certain intangibles that you just can't measure in a, in a player's bio or in a box score. I felt like that he was playing with a chip on his shoulder. Do you kind of get that vibe that, you know, he's kind of pissed off that no team gave him an opportunity and that's contributing to, to what we are seeing? I don't know pissed off is the word <laughs> because he's such a chill, mellow guy. But I do think that that plays into it. I think that he knew what he was capable of and he knew what kind of quarterback he could be. And, I can't imagine being in that position, seeing teams around the league lose their quarterbacks and be in need and not get a phone call and just be waiting and seeing guys in that opportunity, knowing what you're able to do. And so, yeah, I think that Joe Flacco is a pro's pro. He's a veteran. He's been doing this for a long time, and he is good at what he does. And so I think that he made sure to stay ready and when a team inevitably called him because he had to figure somebody would with the way that this season has gone, with the way the injuries have gone around the league, he stayed ready. And I think that he, that kind of motivation and that kind of commitment to what you can do on the field and like his commitment to the game really did show up. He, he stayed ready in the way that he could. And when someone did call, I think that he had something to prove. He decided I'm going to play. <laughs> my best football. And I don't know that anyone knew that it was going to be like this. Obviously the Browns, when they called him, hoped that he would be serviceable. 
but he's gone from a serviceable option to a guy that's leading you into the playoffs. And that is something that I think a lot of teams are probably looking around and, and looking at themselves and their decision thinking, oh, man, I wish we would have called him. But there is no way for anyone to know that this was what was going to happen. You, you know who Joe Flacco can be years ago, and you know that he's got that skill set to you know, lead your team at least for a few games. But, but the Browns, I think, found a gem in this guy who's found – new life on the football field and has really had a resurgence. So more likely to happen in 2024 then, because I do agree about the resurgence. More likely in 2024, Joe Flacco is Deshaun Watson's backup quarterback or he's starting quarterback on another team? You know, I, I think that this is a this is the best situation for him because he's got the option. And if you're realistically looking at it, I think Joe Flacco has – put himself in the conversation of being a starting quarterback for a team. So I think that now that they've seen it, like other teams have seen it, and it's not just calling a guy on his couch and looking for that backup. I think that he has earned an opportunity, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he's got tons of calls. Uh, just, hey, can you, come, can you come work out with us? And we said this too, you know, with Jacoby Brissett, right? He played really well for the Browns as Deshaun Watson's backup. And at the end of the season, like I think that Jacoby has earned himself a starting role. Now, it wasn't, didn't end up the way that we thought it would, but he eventually worked himself in a place where they're starting him. But it, it looks like he had earned himself like a, just a, a natural starting role. That some team would get him, and it wouldn't be a quarterback competition. He would just go in there and be the starting quarterback. Thought that would happen in Washington. It didn't. So, as much as I think that, right, I think that Joe Flacco has absolutely put himself in a conversation to be a team starting quarterback next season. But sometimes that doesn't happen the way that we all think it would. So I think it will be dependent on how many teams call him, what the situations are on those teams, and what his opportunities are. Um, but the way he's playing now, I it'd be hard-pressed as a team to not be interested in giving him a call at the end of the season. All right, so we know Elijah Moore is currently in uh, concussion protocol and prayers to him for a speedy recovery. Uh, what are the Browns planning to do at wide receiver? I, I, I can tell you this. We know David Njoku, and, and I, I keep David Njoku out this conversation because he's a tight end, but, you know, Amari Cooper, he, he set out that game with the heel injury. I'm pretty confident if there's nothing to play for, he won't play against Cincinnati. So it's about getting ready for the playoffs. We both know that this concussion protocol thing, it can drag itself out. Mm -hmm. What we saw on Thursday night is no Amari Cooper, no Elijah Moore. It seemed like there was no threat at wide receiver. Is there any plans for Andrew Barry to bring in a veteran free agent wide receiver now? I think that Andrew Barry makes those decisions all the time. He's always looking. And if there's a guy that they think could step in, absolutely. But I also think that in that situation, you – think that you have Elijah Moore, obviously you can't predict injury, uh, and you think you have Elijah Moore the whole game, and before he got hurt, you saw what they were able to do, the game plan for him, and it worked. He was heavy in the mix, got a touchdown. Those are the things that they saw from that connection with Joe Flacco and Elijah Moore. Now, when he leaves, it kind of changes the game plan, and I think you saw that, but moving forward, I mean, Amari Cooper was dealing with that heel injury. He tried to go. He, I think he came close and just wasn't really able to if 
there's another week of rest. You know, if if that Bengals game isn't a game where you're fighting for the one seed, and I think that you rest Amari Cooper, he gets an extra added week of rest. I think his heel will be fine for the playoffs. You have him back in the mix, and then you've got guys like Cedric Tillman, and he's got work to do. He's a rookie, right? He's got work to do, but he also has a skill that is just natural talent. He's got that big body, his ability for those yards after catch. Like David Njoku, we see it all the time. I think Cedric Tillman has that kind of threat as a wide receiver. And you've got other options there too. You know, David Bell has had moments this season, and I think that he's one that's coming into his own. He's When they get him in the game plan, I think that he can provide you know some some depth and some and some talent out there on the field so they have options I just think that after Elijah Moore went out with being down Amari Cooper for that game I think that kind of changed how the game plan went and just wasn't really a a threat at wide receiver but you also had a lead and you didn't really need to and you've got David Njoku uh, in the receiving game so if if the Amari Cooper heel injury ends up being more than it appears right now then I think yeah, then you start to have to have some conversations and see if there's anyone around and available to bring in. But for right now, with Amari Cooper coming back, I think they've got a good thing going. His connection with Joe Flacco provides that threat no matter where you're at. And you've got Marquise Goodwin when he's healthy. Uh, I, I just think that I think that they have – a good room right now that's working well with Joe Flacco. It's just who's going to be available. So definitely an option, but right now I think that they've got, they've got some good stuff going. Yeah. I know the one play that did uh, catch my eye and I kind of like bookmarked. It was the fourth down when they went forward inside the red zone, he targeted Cedric Mm -hmm. Tillman and you could see Flacco's frustration. And I think that Tillman is going to eventually be a good receiver but you can tell that he's still learning how to run routes. You can tell that he's mm-hmm. still learning how to use his body. Like Flacco was a little frustrated with him that, you know, he really didn't – he didn't run a route as sharp as Flacco was looking for him to run that thing. I think that's happened throughout the season, you know. there has have, There's been some times, you know, he had the collision uh, and one, that was the cause of a, an interception. His route wasn't right. And I think that you've seen that throughout the season a little bit. But that's one of the things. He's a rookie and he's learning. I think the raw talent that he has is promising. So, I mean, he's definitely an option. But he's an option that you want to be able to work on and through. And and the Browns have the luxury of having other players that have stepped up in really big moments uh, and, ha- and have done a really nice job. But I, I don't think that it's – inevitable that he's going to you know run a route wrong I think it's and you know once the playoffs get here I think that's a lockdown moment for a lot of a lot of guys it's oh okay like we're in this thing and and it's and to have Joe Flacco be a little frustrated right (laughs) you know that he's having conversations with him he's a veteran he's that veteran leader you know that that's that's a guy that you can learn from Uh, and I think that in itself is a benefit to Cedric Tillman uh, and other guys on that team is that they've got somebody now who's done this for a long time, done it at a high level, knows what he's doing. And I think that Joe Flacco is a guy that can teach these guys really well. That's his demeanor. I think he's a good leader. He is, like I said, like mellow <laughs> and chill. That's just like his vibe. And I think that probably comes off, you know, in the locker room too. And I think that might help a lot of these guys as they learn from him. All right, so we got about 90 seconds. I'm going to get you out of here on this. 
Um, so I'm asking every guest the same question to close out the interview. I asked Tyvis Powell this uh, when we talked. What did 2023 teach you, and what are you most looking forward to in 2024? 2023 taught me that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hard work matters. <laughs> and the grind is still worth it. And uh, 2024, what do I hope? Yeah, what are you most Playoff looking forward to? Playoffs. <laughs> Facts. Playoffs. You need to play off football, get to cover that, and see where this thing goes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for some good postseason football and getting to cover it outside of the pandemic because that's when it started the last time and now we get to do this thing for real big facts hey cam i just want to wish you a happy new year and, and just thank you personally you know anytime i'm in his seat and i need somebody to talk to you always show up for me and i can't thank you enough for that now i just want you to know that it never goes unnoticed nor does your hard work in this industry being a woman in this industry i just want you to know that you you know real recognize real you're a great stewardess over your craft and keep working hard you are the best, and this is why I come on with you. You're awesome. Happy New Year. I appreciate you. Happy New Year to you. That was Cameron Justice from News Channel 5. Match. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.